Hello, everyone. Welcome to EVE API 360, popular use cases with our top APIs. So when I started at Tableau three years ago, I realized we have a lot of API, and we are adding more and more APIs over time, and all of them have different capabilities and use cases and used for different reasons. And I was overwhelmed by all our APIs, and I think it's why you are here with us today for the same reason that I was three years ago. So I'm Geraldine Zanoli, but everyone call me Gigi. It's my Tableau nickname. I've been at Tableau for three years. I started in the pre-sales team based in London, but from my background in engineering and my interest for our APIs, I moved nine months ago to the developer team as a developer advocate. I'm helping developers to adapt and learn their, our APIs the right way. And I'm here on stage with Lee. Hi, I'm Lee Graber. Uh, I've been at Tableau about six and a half years. Um, been in a number of different roles. My current role is the engineering manager for the developer platform team. So the APIs we're gonna talk about, my team is either responsible for some set of them or works with the teams that are responsible. There are far too many APIs for one team to own. Um, so yeah. Uh. So let's see with the business side of us, the boring side. Let's talk about some more fun side. So Lee, in his free time, is raising the new generation of Tableau developers. With his daughter, she already has the Tableau developer t-shirts. But also, I started to know Lee this week with TC, and I discovered a new talent for Lee is blowing up floatings. So yesterday we had our act, and we had a lot of floatings. So that's Lee rescuing, helping us with our float emissions. That, that's not to imply that I'm full of hot air, but <laughs> apparently uh, I can get stuff blown up. But as long as we're sharing, um, it's only fair to share a little bit about Gigi. So you might listen to her you know, accent and think, oh, she's from France. Don't say that. She is actually from Mauritius and takes a lot of pride and you can see some of the pictures from her early childhood uh, back home. So, back to you. Yeah, I get really upset. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one hour together and quite a lot of content to cover. If you don't follow everything or you miss one part, don't worry. This talk is recorded and we are going to send you the slide after all as well. So what do we want you to get of this hour together? We want you to understand the Tableau Developer Platform, APIs, and tools for use cases. Is it me or is like a problem with the sound right now? Yeah. What's happening with the sound? Okay. That's what you have when you have the first talk of TC. Okay. Um, I think it's better now, but no, it's not. Um, is it? Yeah. It's going to keep going. It's like an echo. All right. Should we just keep going through this? Yeah, We're let's do it this way. I don't think it's going to change so anything. We oh. Like we don't like each other. <laughs> so we want you to know 
what to use and when to use each APIs. We also want to see what's coming up on the developer platform or what came the last days or weeks with 19.4. And we want you to be able to find the resources when you need them and get started with any API after this talk in your day-to-day -day job. So unfortunately for you, you have to listen very carefully to the half, half hours with us because we have these beautiful onesies and we have a quiz for you to win two of them. So it's going to be based on our talk, the beginning of our talk. So listen carefully if you want to win one of them. It's perfect for the winter and it's kind of quite of chill here, so it's perfect for Vegas as well. So we talk about the developer platform of developer tools. What are the use cases? First one, automation integrations. When you want to automate tasks, on your Tableau server, or you want to integrate with third-party tools. Extensibility, when you want to extend your Tableau capabilities and do even more with your dashboards. Advanced analytics, if you want to integrate R and Python and visualize the data in Tableau and your results. Embedding, if Tableau is not your application, but you want to still embed Tableau in your applications. And the last one, Data connectivity. If you want to connect to non-native data sources directly in Tableau. So we like to start this session by a data analyst journey. First thing you do when you connect to Tableau, when you use Tableau, you want to connect to your data because without data, no insight, no visualizations. So the first one is the web data connector. It's allow you to connect to web-based data sources then Hyper API, known before as the Extract API, create custom script to connect to create Tableau Extract. And the last one, the new one in the family of connectivity, the Connector SDK. Allow user to build their own custom native looking, feeling connector directly in Tableau. That's really exciting and we really, we have a lot of different options. So so Gigi, that, that was a bit overwhelming for me. Maybe you could help me answer some questions for some friends of mine. I have a, I have a good friend who, uh, who has a very successful podcast, and the way they make money is they have donors, and they use Patreon, which is this great service where their donors can go and schedule recurring donations. But my friend has a lot of trouble getting the data and looking at it, and Tableau doesn't support a way to connect to Patreon. We did a little investigation, and there's some REST APIs that Patreon has that expose the underlying data, but, but how do I get it into Tableau? Good question. We have a solution for your friend. So the Web Data Connector allows to connect to web-based data. You have a REST API. Yep. Perfect. Do you know JavaScript, or do your friend know any JavaScript? Is that like Java? Um, I can talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your friend knows. Just say JavaScript. And about the refreshes, what do they want? Do they want to refresh it with Tableau Server or Tableau Online? They'd love to refresh with Tableau Server. Can they do that? Yeah, perfect. And do your friends have other friends that want to use the same connector? There are a lot of friends in their community that use the same service, so it would be really awesome if they could reuse this. Perfect, because you can share a web data connector using a URL. Awesome, thank you. But you've been really helpful, and I actually have more than one friend. 
And another one of my friends is, a, is actually a microbiologist, and she studies proteins. And they crunch the largest amount of data every evening on Amazon EMR. And at the end of this process, they want their data to come out and be able to visualize it in Tableau. And they're not sure what the best way at the end of this large MapReduce process is. What should I tell her? Good news. You can say that they can use the Hyper API. They can connect to any data sources or APIs. This time, they can use Java. Uh, I think they use Python. Is that OK? It's OK. All right. And what do they want for the refreshes? Is it OK to run it once a day or every time the code? Well, I think they're going to control when they run their large EMR process. So. I hope they don't have friends, though. Not who need to use this code. Yeah, I because, think they have a couple friends. Because it's difficult to share. They have a lot of dependency depending on the data sources. That's awesome. Thanks a lot. What, what, before you go on, one other friend. I think I have three of them. Uh, <laughs> this friend actually works at a large enterprise, and they've developed their own internal database. And they actually wrote an ODBC driver, which kind of surprised me. And they call it BagelDB. But they're finding it really annoying that to connect to their database, they have to tell their, their internal customers to use other ODBC and to pick the DSN. And they find the overall experience not as good via just a generic ODBC connection. How do I tell them to make it easier to connect to BagelDB? Lee, you have a lot of friends. So, so you can connect, use the connector SDK. They allow you to connect to any database using ODBC and GDBC drivers, so it's perfect. Great. And JavaScript again? What? JavaScript? JavaScript? Java? OK, we talk later. So it works as any supported data sources in Tableau. So you don't have to worry about setting anything up for the end users. It just looks like a native connector for Tableau. And I think this one has friends. This one is what? Do your friend have friends? Oh, no. I, well, my friend has some internal other divisions that have Tableau server installed, so they'd like to be able to use it the same on all of them. So once you connect, use the connector SDK and you set up your connector, you can share a TACO file. It's going to be the first time you want to share a TACO with someone else. And apparently they like bagels, so perfect mix bagels and tacos. With spicy sauce. We can talk later. So now... Lee, can you tell us a little bit more about extensibility? Only if you also leave the stage so we don't get that feedback. I mean, not that I don't like hanging out with you. Just that. Mm. All right, that was great. Connectivity. So you've got your data in. and Keep walking. <laughs> you've got your data in, and now you want to explore what else you can do within Tableau besides all the amazing things that you know how to use. So extensibility gives your dashboards new capabilities and allows you to integrate them with other applications. There are two APIs that we typically talk about with regards to extensibility. One is our JavaScript API. Uh, this allows you to take a Tableau visualization like a dashboard and put it inside your web portal, your application. In the end though, the mindset is you have an application and Tableau is a component of your application. The extensions API is the opposite mindset. In that case, Tableau, the Tableau dashboard, that is your application. And you want to put something inside of it so that you don't have to leave Tableau. You can get all of the functionality you need inside the Tableau application. 
So Lee, I have a friend as well. Really? There are a lot of friends. Yeah, they is working in human resource. And they have this platform, and they are thinking about having data visualization in the platform, in the application, where they can see how many employees they have, what are the PTOs, but they want that in the application. I talked to them about Tableau, but is it a way that they have Tableau in the application and have user filter set up and use their own menus? So I think you answered your own question when you said their application, the portal is their application and they want to put Tableau inside of it. And that is your use case for our JavaScript API. Brings Tableau in and embeds it into your web page and it can be custom built for your scenario and there are lots of ways to integrate with other parts of your application besides just embedding the visualization. This does require JavaScript. Do your friends know JavaScript? Yes, they no, know. You have better, better friends than I do. I know, I know. But just one friend? No, actually another one, but it's the same organization, but they have a dashboard where they see the different tickets, uh, ServiceNow dashboards, and they want to be able to open tickets directly from the dashboards because they have to jump from the dashboard to, to ServiceNow and to ServiceNow to, to Tableau. So once again, I think you answered your own question by saying they want to stay in the dashboard. They want to be able to interact with ServiceNow as they're gaining insight in the dashboard. So in this case, I would tell them to use the ex dashboard extensions API. This would allow you to write something to customize the experience of ServiceNow inside of Tableau. And as they're clicking on marks that might be issues, you can pre-populate a form for submitting a ServiceNow ticket and submit directly from within Tableau. It can be made reusable. Do you have any, does your friend need to share this? Yeah, I think so, they will be. Hmm. Your friends have friends, that's great. And, and this friend knows JavaScript too? Him, yeah, my oh. friends are cool, what do you think? Once again, once again. So here are some uh, examples of some of the use cases we've been talking about. So you can see on the right, or I guess on your left, uh, the JavaScript API, where we have a portal uh, with the Tableau visualization embedded inside it and some interaction with some of the menus. And on the other side, you'll see the extensions API where they've actually built a custom visualization where they're grabbing data from a different Tableau viz and showing it in a way that Tableau does not natively support giving an overall new experience that might be custom to what your, your company needs. So that was a quick uh, dive into extensibility, and we'll actually go a little bit more later into embedding, um, but let's talk some now about automation and integration. So this allows you to, as Gigi said earlier, automate tedious tasks, custom workflows, and manage uh, Tableau content. The most common one that everybody has heard of in the past is the server REST API, which gives you programmatic access to content, users, groups, security permissions, um, and has a lot of use cases. Some of the more common ones are when new users join your company, you wanna automatically provision permissions, give them access to certain projects, you wanna possibly generate projects for new divisions and load sample workbooks, or you just need to generate images from dashboards to use in embedding scenarios that we'll talk about later. But 
All of this is possible with our server REST API. The interesting thing about a REST API, though, is that it's, it's just documentation. Like, we have this implemented, and we tell you, here's how to call it. And it can be challenging, especially if you're not a seasoned developer, to figure out, okay, well, I need to pick a, an HTTP library. I need to pick my programming language. i got to handle exceptions, parse the input, parse the output. So we provide a Python library called Tableau Server Client, pip installable. It's the same usage scenarios, but now instead of writing 500 lines of code in order to publish a workbook, you write four lines of code and you can publish a workbook. So it makes the APIs significantly more approachable. Now I'm gonna hand it back over to Gigi to talk you through Tableau Services Manager and the rest of our automation. Thank you, Lee. So Tableau Service Management, or TSM, it gives you a command line and web-based option to configure and maintain Tableau Server. So last week, last year, our server went down, and the boss was really upset because we lost everything. And we didn't do any backup. So now, he wants daily backup of all Tableau Server. I don't have time to do daily backup manually, so I use TSM to schedule my daily backup, and the boss is now happy. So if the server goes down, I know what to do, and I have my backup. The document API allows you to programmatically modify Tableau files. The most common use case is when you have the same template, you have one workbook and different data sources, but the same structure for all these data sources and you just want to be able to replace the data source in the, all these workbooks. You can do it from the interface, but you don't want to open Tableau Desktop, change it again and again and again, so you can use the Document API. The Metadata API is the, our first GraphQL API. Allow you to query the different assets on Tableau Server, but not only the asset themselves, but the relations they have between each other. So when I explain the metadata API, I like to talk about a messy family. So you have the uncle, the sister, the grandmother, the cousin, the half-sister that you didn't even know about, and they are all related in a way. When you think about Tableau Server or Tableau Online, you have so many assets on Tableau Server. You have the data source, the users, the workbook, the flow, and we are adding more and more assets on Tableau Server. And how do we have a link to each other? You can use the GraphQL, the metadata API, to understand the relation between all these assets. Go back to my boss. Last time, I deleted a data source, and I broke the most popular workbook on the server. Because I didn't know that this data source was linked to this workbook. Now, I query every time my server with the metadata API to understand how data sources are linked to a workbook or to different assets on the server before deleting and making the boss upset. So we decided on this talk to demo the most recent APIs. And the metadata API was released in 19.3. So let's have a look at what's the metadata API looks like. So I have my server set up. This one. 
and I can run my own queries here. So my first query will be, I want to know the publish, I'm going to zoom, the publish data sources on my server. I want maybe too much, let me just, here, I want the name of my data sources. You see how nice is it, I can type and it's auto-completed. So I'm not making any mistake. I want to know if they are certified, because we have a lot of data sources, but I want to know which one are certified. I also want the certification notes. It's important, we know what's happening, why it's been certified. Also, I trust only certain people in my company, so I want the email address to know who they are, the certifier. So I want the email. So let me zoom out here, and I'm going to run this query. Now, you can see on the side, you have all the different data sources on my server. And I can see, for example, this data source called Starbucks has been certified. I can see the certification notes. Data has been cleaned and validated. Ooh. And it's been certified by one of my colleagues called Keisha. So I can go ahead and use this data source. And this one, for example, the Superstar Return, I might have a look because it's not certified. What happened? Can I use it? So what's an example of one of the use case? I have another query here. I'm going to use, and this time I want to know, I have one data source, and I want to know how many workbook and how many worksheets are linked to this data source. So I'm going to run this query, it's called Superstore Order. I want to see, I know the database, I know here the upstream, so I can see all the different workbooks connections. So I have three workbooks in total that is using this data source. And I can see I have nine worksheets that are connected to this data source as well. So it might not be the data source that I want to delete, for example. I might want to keep this one, for example. So that's just an example of what you can do and how you can query the relationship between the different assets on Tableau Server. So here you have all the doc on the side as well. If you are getting lost, for example, is certified, which one, where can I call it, what can be certified on Tableau Server? So that's the metadata API. Have you heard of webbooks that's been released recently? No? So the webbooks allow other services to respond to Tableau events on the server or online. Imagine you have a data source that is refreshing or a new workbook and you want to see what are the new workbooks and you want to be to know what are the events. So I'm a server, server admin and one of my job is to be sure that the data is updated. And I don't check my emails except in the morning. I use Slack every day. But emails is not my thing. I want to get notified when I have a Slack, why Slack if the extract is failing. Because last time my boss got upset because he could try to connect to the data and it was not refreshed. So he was upset and now I set up my Slack notification so I get notified when an extract is failing and I can go and fix it. So here you can go on my Twitter account and my boss is following me on Twitter and he wants to know every time I'm working. 
So every time I publish a data source on my server, a, data, a workbook. So here you can go, you can see my Twitter. I don't have, my last tweet was three hours ago. So I want to tweet every time I publish a new workbook on my server. So let's edit this one and let's publish it on my server. Hopefully my boss will be notified and he will be happy. So I will save as, as TC19, save. Take some time, saving it. And let's go to Twitter, refresh it. Did you see nine seconds ago? Ooh, I don't have my phone, me, do you have your phone? No. So it's because I published this workbook, an event was triggered, and I have a workflow running that is publishing this uh, tweet on my profile. So, that's it for automation and integrations. Lee, earlier you talked about JavaScript API. But what is in the case of embedding? Can you talk more about embedding? Sure. So we talked a little bit about embedding already, but we mostly touched on sort of the, the simplistic, you want to put a viz into your dashboard. And actually, the simplest case of putting a viz in your dashboard, there's a way in Tableau to just get the embed code. And you just take that, you drop it in, and the viz will actually show up. But what if you want to do more? What if you want deeper integration? So in this case, we see we've put a Tableau visualization inside our dashboard, or sorry, inside our portal, but on the left-hand side, we have actions that are part of our page that we want to trigger changes or actions within the Tableau visualization. And this is where the full flexibility of the JavaScript API comes in. You can actually call in and say, export to image, or tell me when a, a, a mark selection has changed. And so the JavaScript API allows you deeper integration with the actual visualization. But sometimes you want even more than just simply embedding a visualization. Your portal, you need a landing page on your portal and you have a lot of visualizations. How do you organize them and how do you present them in a way you, you don't want to send people to uh, our viz portal? So in this case, what we've done is we've used our REST API to enhance the portal by pulling thumbnail images for your workbooks. Perhaps you tagged your workbooks and you're able to group them by things like social media, sales, or finance, and then program into your web page to say, when someone clicks finance, grab all the thumbnails for anything tagged as finance and show those, make the thumbnails clickable, and when the user clicks on them, then you actually go to a page that has the embedded visualization. So you can get a full embedding experience more than simply embedding the viz and letting people interact. But sometimes just your application isn't everything. Sometimes you need a mobile app. And while we have a mobile app, you might want your own. You might want a customized experience just like you wanted a customized experience in your portal which is why we provide our mobile app Bootstrap, which with React Native code, you can now, we will help manage login. Login is actually one of the, the harder parts of this. So you can log in and maintain a session, 
pick which visualizations you want and get a full custom experience using the same JavaScript API at a certain level underneath the covers, but build your own mobile app and get a great customer experience for all of your users. And finally, our most recent piece is our Ask Data. So uh, we released that just a, earlier this year, I believe. And Ask Data allows you to use natural language to ask queries about your information. You can actually see it in this portal, but what if you want it inside your application? What if you want your users to be able to do ad hoc querying and get visualizations and answers? Ask Data provides an embedding iframe you can put directly in your dashboard. So as Gigi was mentioning, it is the newest thing we've released, so we thought this would be a good one to demonstrate. So, amusingly, I don't drink wine. Uh, I have allergies, I've never really drank wine. But lots of people drink wine and they like to talk about it. So I thought, I should know something about wine. So we found this website, Wine Folly. I don't actually know if that's a good website. Like I said, I don't drink wine. But it asked the question, where did wine come from? And I read through this article and discovered that wine actually comes from the Zagros and Caucasus Mountains from like maybe back to 8,000 BC is where they've traced it to. I did not know that, but now I can have a casual conversation. Uh, it also mentioned that there are over 1,300 varieties of wine that I'm missing out on. And all of this was really interesting. And then I'm like, numbers. I like numbers. I have more questions. I'd love to know, like, which country produces the most wines in the different varieties. There are lots of questions that I wanted to follow up on. But when I scrolled through here, they had vizs, but I couldn't do anything with them. And so I said to myself, well, what would it look like? if we got access to the underlying data and then added a visualization, ignore that we broke one of the links. And so we added this and said, all right, now I could try and answer my own questions as I'm exploring this data and coming up with my own questions. I could say something like count of variety. Wait a sec. What did I hit on this keyboard? Count of Variety by country. And maybe I can actually answer my own question and then have more to talk about as I'm discussing a subject I know nothing about. And surprisingly enough, the US, according to this data set, has the most wines based on variety. I would have thought it would be somewhere in Europe, like France, but apparently I'm wrong. So. There you have it. It's an interesting use case for bringing uh, the ability to do natural language processing and ask data into your website with your data and let people do exploration as they're going. So let's go back. So that was a quick run through of embedding. And now I'm going to hand it back to Gigi to go through advanced analytics. So we're here. Use calculate fill in tableau. <laughs> Who is using or used calculate fill in tableau? Oh, okay. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> Who wish that you could do more with 
calculated here. Few of you. So it's why we have advanced analytics, so you can integrate with Python or R or even MATLAB. They are all really similar integrations. So for TabPy, you just need to create a calculated field in Tableau and set up a TyPy server. Then you send the data and the script that you created in the calculated field to the TyPy server. The TyPy server, TyPy, Tab, not TabPy, TabPy server is actually processing the data and the script and sending back the data to Tableau. So you can visualize the outcome in Tableau. Imagine you work in social media and you want the sentiment analysis of your tweets. You don't want to do manually, but that's a positive tweet, that's a negative tweet. So you will have your script in Python to do sentiment analysis and you can use it in Tableau and visualize the data directly in Tableau. Our integration is really similar. You need to set up a RSELF server instead of a TyPy. There's the same principle where you need to create a calculated field and write your script in the calculated field. And MATLAB is really similar as well. You just need a MATLAB server. Shall we play a game? So we have a onesie, two onesies to win. So we have two scenarios and you have to guess which API to use for each scenario. I'm just going to you to raise your hand and Lee is going to select the first one that raises hand. And let's see if you have the right answer to the scenario, the use case, you win the one, the onesie. Are you ready? Okay. First use, first use case, every time the next track is spelling, I want the service now ticket to be open. The excitement over there. Sorry, I couldn't hear. Can what did you say? say? Webooks? We have a winner. The answer is Webooks. Yes. <laughs> Okay. We'll expect you to be wearing it later at the booth for pictures. Yeah. Okay. During all TC, data night out. Data night out, that would be awesome. So the next one is Lee's favorite movie. Ready? <laughs> I want to find out which are the popular calculated fields created by my user. I think it's a, yeah. It's a metadata API is the right answer. Congratulations. Got a night out. All right. So you are ready for winter now. It's a good movie, by the way. <laughs> we know. So now, you saw an overview of all our APIs. We didn't go in much deep. We have sessions during TC where you can even learn more. But when you, once you are back in the office and you want to get started and learn about one API specifically, the first thing is to join our Tableau Developer Program. We heard about the Tableau Developer Program before? 
Okay, a few of you. Who joined it? Yes. All right. So you have different advantages and picks from joining the program. One is a free development site. So if you don't want to mess up with your production environment, you can create your own dev site to try and learn our APIs. You get early access to our API because it's set with the last pre-release version of Tableau. You get access to our engineering team to ask questions, and we are here also hear your feedback. You are going to be the first one to know. We send you exclusive invitation to our monthly screen demos, where engineers are demoing what they are working on and what's coming next on the developer platform. It's not only a code program, it's a community of people, passionate people, Tableau developers that are really innovative using our Tableau developer program. And of course, as you might understand so far, we have our mascot is the T-Rex. Lee, can you explain why the T-Rex? The T was for Tableau and the EX was for extension and the R was so we could call it a T-Rex. <laughs> That's the story behind the T-Rex, if you were wondering. True story. The true story. But as I mentioned, it's not only a, co a program, it's a community. It's why we do the Data Dev Hackathon on tour. We go to different cities to run these hackathons. It's a place where you can learn more about the Tableau Developer Platform. Get swag, get to know the engineers that are flying over to help you on your different projects. And if you win the hack, you win a ticket to TC920 now, and a trophy. And you have a lot of fun with us. So that was last year. It was our first time running this session, this data, these hackathons. So that are all the winners from all the different cities, from Seattle to New York to Chicago. And it's funny because I just realized that we have one of uh, the participants in the room, and yesterday we ran it at TC as well. So it was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of people. It was a lot of innovation going on. We had like 21 demos yesterday and 300 participants. So Lee, what did we learn today? We learned how to integrate, customize, automate, and extend Tableau. Uh, and hopefully make it fit your needs and your use cases. Uh, and hopefully now you have enough resources and you're going to join the developer program and you can become a developer platform evangelist within your company. <laughs>